0: Uh, bottom of the hour, we're going to get into the uh, Alec Murdoch case out of South Carolina. The defense has rested. We're expecting closing arguments tomorrow. Uh, this will be an interesting case because, um, you know, how many times have we said the prosecutor's got to get every vote in that jury and the defense only needs to flip one person? And so just enough doubt. And does this guy's reputation in South Carolina mean that they're more likely to fall uh, fall under his Folksy spell. I
1: watched the Netflix documentary series and burned through all four episodes last night. It is riveting. You and I have covered every detail. I thought we knew everything there was to know. But when they sit down and interview the kids that went to school with the brothers and the kids who were there the night of the boating accident when the girl died, Mallory Beach, because the son was wasted It is fascinating how much this family was able to get away with and may continue to do so, including murder.
0: Um, We'll talk also um, today. Today ends COVID restrictions. This is we're entering sort of a new era. And I know that a lot of it is like, well, it doesn't change my daily life. But there are some things that will be changing. Uh, L.A. County may be immune from some of that. But in other places, this is this is an important day.
1: The Supreme Court today, considering whether to strike down President Biden's student loan debt relief plan, it looks like the program would allow eligible borrowers to cancel up to $20,000 in debt. It has been blocked since the 8th U.S. Circuit Court issued a temporary holdback in October.
0: This has been an interesting look. I was listening to some of the arguments, and trust me, it's not riveting Uh, (laughs) listening to the highest legal minds in our country argue things out is not considered uh, primetime viewing. It's, it's interesting, probably though, not as exciting as the uh, the four part Murdoch documentary. It is
1: interesting, though, when you talk about the constitutional separation of powers and the issues that that raises with a decision like this.
0: Yeah, the I think there's a um, when you look at Biden v. Nebraska and Department of Education v. Brown, these are the two cases that they are hearing from today. Uh, or hearing oral arguments on today, they're discussing not just a student loan and whether or not an agency, whether it's the Department of Education or the White House, it's not just that they would have the ability to forgive some student loans or wipe them out altogether. It's when does somebody in the administrative Executive branch, when do they have the power to do something like
1: this? The Nebraska Solicitor General James Campbell argued on behalf of the six Republican states suing the administration, urging the high court to declare the program unlawful. He said the administration is attempting to bypass Congress and that there is no statute that authorizes the sweeping action of canceling $400 billion in student loan debt. The Biden administration, on the other side, argues it has the authority to cancel the debt under the HEROES Act. That law states the government can provide relief during a national emergency such as the COVID pandemic, which seems to be a giant
0: overreach. Well, considering the HEROES Act came into effect after the September 11th attack, the original, the original purpose of it was to protect American military men and women, service members, who were struggling already to pay their loans back if they were then called to active duty. The plan was... We don't want to make life worse for these people. We're asking them to serve their, you know, in the military at the same time they'd be saddled with student debt. And the plan was that Heroes Act would allow the Secretary of Education, President, et cetera, to come in and say You don't have to pay those student loan debts back or at least you can pause at the, you know, and maybe we just wipe away the debt. I think
1: we can all agree that that was a really good damn idea. Perfect. Absolutely. You can't ask people to fight for the country and then charge them interest. Um, But I think there's an argument as much as I, I would love it just to poof, go away for everybody that owes money. There is. Thought that went into all of our decisions when it came to what schools we were going to go to, and being saddled with debt, and it was a real issue in my house. Of well, you're going to have thousands of dollars of debt. You're never going to be able to get out from under it. And to what end for the fancy diploma? Well, and and you don't even know what you want to do, Shannon. I mean, you know, when you're 18 years old, rarely do you know exactly what you're going to want to do and what specific college you should go to for it. And why does it have to be the best?
0: I see a parallel in this between financial health and physical health next hour we're going to talk about this new study about how bad obesity actually is for you we're now concentrating on the after effects instead of what we should have done in the beginning what we should have done in the beginning financially is set up a class in high schools around the country which basically spell out what is a student loan right why is it that it's predatory why are you going to be obligated to spend or to to pay this thing back over the course of 20 or 30 or 40 years with your uh, left-handed puppetry degree that you want. And if you
1: just pay off the minimum, like you learn when you get your first credit card, you're never gonna get out from under that.
0: You'll be 90 years old, and even then you'll still have some, uh, after you die, that someone's gotta pay off for you. That type of education is as important as the issue of discussing whether or not we forgive some people's student debt. But that's not what we're talking about. The other thing, the, the parallel is, we got to stop lying to people about the food they put in their face holes and what it does to them and for them or against them. It's if you time call to have
1: those way. uncomfortable conversations.
0: And, and the thing is, we have to do it when we're talking to our kids. We can't continue to try to ignore the fact that they have to make these decisions going right. forward. You're going to have to teach your kids how to eat correctly. You're going to have to teach your kids how to spend money correctly. Instead of then instead of just uh, letting them go down the path and then when they're 30 or 40 or 50, then say to them, oh, here's a pill you can take to take the fat off. Or here's a a loan forgiveness program that you can qualify for because you were so uh, ill-informed originally. Anyway, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on those arguments. They're going on right now. I didn't. I'm trying to remember if I... Oh, yeah. You want to listen to just a tiny bit yeah. of them?
1: There are huge factual deficiencies in yes. trying to premise standing on
0: that basis. Factual deficiencies.
1: I could actually listen to this. I want there to be. Video. I think it's a good argument. I mean, I think it's it, it, the arguments are. I, I I just don't know if the administration has a leg to stand on.
0: They don't. I, I don't think so, especially not in front of this court. I don't think they have a leg to stand on.
1: Fox News, question mark.
0: The winter storm uh, is going to be bringing more rain and snow across the state tonight into tomorrow. Uh, this morning, our statewide snowpack is at about 180% of normal for this time of year. And it's about 150% of normal for the entire season already. Uh, Chaos erupted in Russia overnight. There were drones that swarmed multiple regions. One of them apparently hit an oil depot. Uh, The deployment of fighter jets near St. Petersburg was also called out because of these drones. One strike at about 2 in the morning uh, was about 100 feet away from a Russian defense ministry barracks. Uh, In St. Petersburg, the Polkovo airport came to a standstill. Authorities shut down the surrounding airspace reportedly in response to an unidentified flying object in the area.
1: Hey, this just in, Rupert Murdoch likes money.
0: Are you saying... Can you believe that? Can I believe it? Well, yes, I think I can.
1: This is all about Dominion Voting Systems' $1.6 billion defamation suit against both Fox News and its parent company, Fox Corporation. Information has come out over the past... Several days that the Fox News hosts knew they were peddling Trump's conspiracy lies, but just went along with it. That they went with the whole election fraud narrative, knowing that it was complete BS. Guess what? They also know that many of their viewers are pro-Trump people. They go there to hear that. They go there to hear what they want to hear. And you think Fox News wants to turn them away? Hell no.
0: Because they were already hemorrhaging viewers to places like uh, News Nation and One America News Network. Um, the, this picture of who Rupert Murdoch is, though, when asked whether he could have told Fox News' chief executive and its stars to stop giving airtime to people like Rudy Giuliani, he assented. He said, I could have, but I didn't. Dominion's lawsuit, this is a spokesman uh, on behalf of Fox News, Dominion's lawsuit has always been more about what will generate headlines than what can withstand legal and factual scrutiny. Um, The Fox statement called Dominion's stance extreme, setting that there, there are free speech concerns, characterized the voting tech company's legal position as a blatant violation of the First Amendment that would prevent journalists from basic reporting. Well, that's a stretch also, you morons. You can't continue to lie about something like this. And Or or even, uh, see, this is an issue. You can provide the platform for someone to lie, but if you don't, you have a responsibility ethically and morally, maybe not legally, but ethically and morally, you have a responsibility to tell people, there's no proof to what this moron is spewing on our air.
1: I don't know. I mean, you got to take the product and look at it as what it is. You know, I have friends that watch Fox News and they watch it because they know they're going to hear what they want to hear. They don't think it's the holy grail of journalism. I am. Um, you know, I don't think that if we're looking for news agencies to do our work for us and to give us nothing but the truth, I think we're in a dangerous place.
0: But that's e- that's the easy way to do it. And we like we do with student loans and obesity. We try to find the easy way out. Uh, and to me, I think a lot of people are just finding the easy way out because despite all of the evidence to the contrary in the last 15 or 20 years, some of these networks don't have your best interest in mind.
1: No, they don't.
0: But And, and people still, people will not, they will not acknowledge that. They'll still just allow them to be sp- themselves to be spooked I just don't
1: want to get to a place where as a news station, you have to completely like a Britain, right? All the things you can't say, all the things that you have to say, you can't have any fun. You can't give any opinion. You can't give any commentary. I think it's a very dangerous place to be in America. And we also like money. Fox News likes money. Mm -hmm. If it's going to move the meters to go along with this election fraud, then they're going to do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a hard time with this. I think that a lot of people don't I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Now, the the key piece to me is that this isn't even in trial yet. I mean, these are just court documents that have come out. This uh, Dominion Voting Systems lawsuit against Fox News. This is just court documents. We're not even in testimony. But asked by a Dominion attorney in in, um, a deposition whether or not Fox endorsed at times this false notion of a stolen election. Rupert Murdoch said, no, not Fox. No maybe Lou Dobbs, maybe Maria Bartiromo as commentators and she uh, he says uh, did Fox's Bartiromo endorse it and he says yes
1: and my question on. is this how many times was dominion named you know i don't watch enough fox news to know if they were riding hard on dominion being the problem or if it was just the general the the democrats stole the election
0: well and if you remember the the issue of dominion voting systems was there were three people that I can recall who kept using, uh, kept going after Dominion. It was Sidney Powell, it was Rudy Giuliani, and it was Mike Lindell.
1: So what they shouldn't have done is let their their shows be platforms for Dominion to be trashed. I guess, yes. yeah. And how frequent was this? I mean, wh- how much airtime are we talking about?
0: how many how many does it mean does it need yeah. i mean you know one 5 minute interview with mike lindell would have been enough for then tucker carlson to say the same the, to react the same way he did with matt gates he could I mean, have said had, he could have said that's the weirdest interview i've ever done this guy is completely pulling stuff out of his pillow but stuffing but again
1: it's i don't know if you're Agreeing with whatever your guest is saying, we've had Steve Cooley on to talk about how George Gascon stole the DA's election with George Soros money, and you and I didn't go like, okay, well let's just back, let's just pump the brakes on the George Soros narrative. You know what I mean? We also didn't put our rubber stamp on it, but we let people come on this show and give their opinions about what they think is crooked. It's not like. I don't think you should have to fact check in real time if you're a journalist and you haven't done all the research. You don't you're not well versed on Dominion and their voting systems.
0: Right. I don't well, know. I, I do think that's why uh, this is a very, very it's going to be very tough for Dominion to prove. Um, yeah. And I think that's why we haven't seen a settlement yet. There's no way they're going to get one point six $1 billion dollars. But that's going to be pretty uh, interesting as it goes on. Um, Chicago is voting today for mayor mayor lori lightfoot crushed the challengers four years ago but there are eight challengers that are there have the lined up against her and unless one of them wins more than 50 more than 50 percent of the vote the top two finishers today would advance to a runoff on april 4th that is very likely there's a couple of people um she has been campaigning on or had spent some time talking about reducing the size of the chicago police department force The two leading challengers behind her in the polls are both saying we need to hire a lot more cops in Chicago.
1: Terrible scene at spring training yesterday. Gavin Lux had a horrific injury. It's one of those really hard to watch videos. Had to be carted off. He's going to miss the season. Torn ACL. I didn't see what he did. It was a non-contact injury. He was running to third and he just stepped wrong. Like he was just running all out. And he stepped wrong, and it just buckled his knee. You could see it go the wrong way. Don't do that with it, your hand. <laughs> sorry, but it was really—you just your heart goes out for him. And as he as he falls to the ground at the base, you just see him go. F. Ugh. Oh man.
0: Uh, Tom Sizemore is not doing well to the point where his uh, manager has told TMZ that his doctors have told his family this is basically a life decision now. He's in critical care. He's in a coma, no sign of improvement um, after an aneurysm last week. So, medical staff has recommended uh, what they call an end of life plan, uh, which is not good. So, but we'll.
1: Defense attorneys have rested their case in the Alex Murdoch's. Double murder trial. Prosecutors will begin their rebuttal case today. They're going to call a handful of these witnesses before the jury goes on a site visit to that estate where the wife and son were shot to death in 2021. Looks like the state will call four or five witnesses today to testify on issues raised by the defense. And they hope to finish by the end of the day today.
0: Prosecution featured 61 witnesses over three weeks of testimony. The 14th and final defense witness, by the way, was... Alex Murdoch's brother, John Marvin Murdoch, testified in very emotional terms about cleaning up what was left of Pawpaw after he had uh, suffered a shotgun blast. Um, he said, it had not been cleaned up. I saw blood, brains, pieces of skull. For some reason, I thought it was something that I needed to do for Paul clean it up. I felt like it was the right thing to do.
1: So this family has swept things under the rug for a long time. They go back five generations of running the legal circles there in Hampton County, South Carolina. And the documentary goes through on Netflix and it goes through all the bodies that have stacked up around this family that we know of and how it was kind of just a a known thing that when these two sons, Buster and Papa, would get into trouble, they'd call their grandpa, who was the scion of the, of the legal world and, the, and of, of their family, and he would make things go away. Several DUIs, several DUI crashes. Um, there was Buster, who apparently may have killed a kid who he was having a homosexual affair with. When he was in high school, there was at least one DUI rollover truck crash that Papa was involved in that they cleaned up and made go away. Apparently, the family shows up, the grandpa and the father, and they clear off, and the mother too. The mother is also complicit in the look the other way, that people had come to her and said, your sons have a problem with drinking. They're out of control. And she would just look the other way, that the the mom, that Mags and Alex would provide alcohol to all their kids' friends, and that it was just a culture of, and not just Southern, but a culture of letting these kids do whatever they wanted. It reminded me of the affluenza case. Remember the kid who got into the DUI crash Going because Texas, his parents yeah. let him do what? A same kind of culture. Same kind of thing that when they got into the boating accident where this kid, Papa, was just wasted beyond belief and they realized that one of the girls did not turn up out of the water, how he did not want to talk to the first responders, that he just wanted to use their phone to call his grandfather to make this go away. I mean, it's just disgusting.
0: Uh, the issue of this guy's notoriety, of Alec Murdoch's notoriety and his family's history—hundred um, years, basically—in terms of being very high-profile members of the community, members of the legal community, and therefore members, or at least known by the law enforcement community in South Carolina, it's going to be—and without any sort of physical evidence that that ties him to the murders. Remember, it's it's you know almost all circumstantial evidence at this point. This is a hard, hard case for them to prove.
1: Well, and think of how far their tentacles stretch. Yeah, it's not just judges; it's not just lawyers; it's the law enforcement community. It's making things go away for people that are in power positions for decades. A lot of favors have gone on with this family.
0: This every time I see this outside of the video, every time I hear audio from the courtroom, I picture any sort of John Grisham novel. Yes. The air conditioning in a 1920s courthouse is out or doesn't was never installed. There's ceiling fans with big wooden blades, and it's just everybody in the, in the gallery is fanning themselves because it's so hot. And he's up on the stand talking about, I'm myself. As addicted as I was and the things
1: I was doing, there's all kind of things that you, you know, to, to
0: be able to look yourself in the mirror. You you lie to yourself. Instead of opioids in the 30s, it would have been, I don't know, the bottom of a gin bottle or something.
1: I said the same thing to my husband last night. I said, this is a John Grisham novel. And it made me miss him because I've read all of them pretty much. Or I did for a long time. I kind of kept up with all the new releases. And I'm like, I got to get back into one of those. Those are great books.
0: They are really good. I love me a
1: legal thriller.
0: Oh, this was a fun story. Uh, Maybe later on in the show. President Biden caused some issue the other day. Not the part where he said, I know I'm a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Not that part. He said that at the Black History Month uh, commemoration that they did at the White House yesterday. That's not, not, not that part. He and his wife went out to dinner at Red Hen in Bloomingdale, the area near D.C., and they ordered the exact same food. Chicory salad, grilled bread and butter, two bowls of rigatoni.
1: It seems like a lot of food for two.
0: Oh, and I—I I mean, by two bowls, I mean they each had their separate bowl, but mm-hmm. bowl rigatoni. How often do you go out with just you and your husband, and you order the exact same food? Isn't that sort of an unstated rule of going out as a couple? You say, what are you thinking about? And he goes, I'm thinking about the margarita pizza. And you go, yeah, oh, but, I was thinking about the margarita but pizza. I'm I'll not, get the chicken, you get the pizza. But I'm
1: not 80, and I don't like what I know that I like. I'm still in the adventure period <laughs> of my life where I'm like, what's that? What's going on there? You know I'll what? try that.
0: You have some basic parameters By of what your body I'm can 80, handle. By I'm 80,
1: I'm probably going to eat the same crap every <laughs> meal.
0: I can... Two pieces of Wonder Bread, one of them with mayonnaise, please.
1: But no, yeah, it is kind of an unspoken rule. Like if my so husband's going to get something that I was thinking about getting, I'll get something different. I Because I'm going to get my fork up in there anyway.
0: I think there have been times we've ordered. I don't even think we've ordered the same thing if it's just the two of us. Maybe if there's more people there, yes, we would order the same thing. I don't know. It just, to me, struck. It
1: also doesn't seem like we should have taken that much time to talk about it. Like, why are people
0: caring? Because one person on Twitter was upset about it.
1: Yeah. Why are we doing that in this world?
0: I am telling you, it is a frustrating thing. One person on Twitter has has a funny enough quip, and we're like, wait a minute. This has caused an internet furor.
1: Chris Little used to do this to me. He'd be like, I got a call from a listener who says that you don't say the correctly. So let's sit down and talk about you and, and I'm just bring, I'm obviously making this up. I don't no, know I don't you're not. I think you are.
0: But,
1: <laughs> I, I, by the way, he's in the building and he'll come in this room, Shannon. I don't care. I'll call no, him out in and No, in my room is what face. I'm saying. Yeah. As
0: long as he doesn't come in here.
1: But it's like, me. why are we waiting that person who called in more than my opinion or your opinion or, or Gary's humanity opinion yeah. or anything? Like, why is one person with opinion getting all the volume in the room? Oh, he's at
0: the door. Seriously. (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Thanks, Shannon. Elvis Francois (laughs) survived being stranded at sea for more than three weeks by eating what was left on the boat, including ketchup. Mm. So Heinz, the people who make said ketchup, tried to get the Internet, speaking of which, the one guy on Twitter, to help him uh, help locate Elvis so that they could give him a new boat. He was found by uh, an organization called Emo News in Dominica, given a cell phone by a company. And now they say Heinz is going to give him a full boat.
1: Uh, I love it. And, you know, we called it. This they should have gotten their act together before the Super Bowl because this would have been the fan favorite
0: fun. It would have been so much fun. Yeah. Now, he had said he heard from a lot of people that Heinz was trying to find him, but he didn't have a phone at all. So insider of uh, uh, the business insider viewed a copy of his photo ID, verified his identity. And he said, I spoke to Heinz yesterday and said that they'll try to find a way to organize getting a boat for me. It, that should not be hard. You're Heinz. You, yeah, you you could snap a boat into existence, P.S. and sail it to uh, Dominica.
1: Why aren't we getting this guy a house? Why are we getting him a boat where he barely survived again? Why are we putting uh, this guy back on the water where he had to live for a month eating your crap ketchup? I mean, we, no, the ketchup's delicious. Well, it also but if you're the eating it, free ones, but if you're eating it for a month, that gets a little tedious, you know. But um, like you said, at least they didn't give him a lifetime supply of ketchup, right? Which would have been triggering, maybe. <laughs> but the boat's right up there.
0: They understood the uh, they understood the importance of it. Hey, the celebration of a lifetime is waiting for you. KFI wants to send you to celebrate a hundred years of Disney. At the Disneyland Resort.
1: Keep listening to KFI AM 640 for details on your chance to win a four pack of one day, one park tickets to Disneyland or Disney California Adventure Park.
0: There's also an extra chance to win on KFI's Instagram page. Both ticket and park reservations are going to be required. Visit
1: Disneyland.com for important details.
0: All right. Uh, coming up later in the show, we've got a true crime story, an axe murderer. This time. I know that we've done an axe murderer on True Crime Tuesday. It's
1: been before. a while.
0: Um, of We're course. We uh, Tasty Tuesday with Neil Saavedra is coming along next hour, and we're going to get into Swamp Watch also. But on the uh, other side of Jonesy's news, the Irvine kids, the luckiest kids ever. They love it. Stuck in Snowmageddon. Oh. Uh, there, in fact, the guy that we talked about last week who said it's not snowing in Santa Clarita, right? That guy. It's snowing in Santa Clarita. He was the one who said, he called back yesterday and said, they got stuck basically in Arrowhead. They had right. made it up there, and then I, I am so jealous.
1: Also, we have a former coworker esque that's gone missing in the Bay Area.
0: This is weird.
1: It is weird. We'll talk about all of that coming up next on Gary and Shannon.